Let's talk about speaking up and being yourself at work. I am in my almost in my mid thirties, and I've been in marketing the tech industry for a while, and I've gone through a lot in terms of at the beginning of my career. I didn't really talk too much. I'm talking about speaking up, speaking my mind, talking in in meetings. Not sure how to agree to disagree or even to disagree in general. I was very quiet and becoming a lot more, I would say, outspoken. Speaking up in meeting, presenting in opportunities that I get and also don't get. I volunteer, and now recently, very fortunately and gratefully, promoted in my. My job, and I feel very good, but not in terms of the typical good. I really feel that a part of my what I consider, you know, successful in work right now, a lot of which contributes from the fact of switching how I am at work. I remember before I've gone through a time where I feel like I couldn't be even close to who I am, like I couldn't bring. Myself to work. I feel like when I interact with work people or when I'm in a work environment, I just feel like a different person. Like it's not me. And I remember doing those times, like earlier in my careers, I didn't even like who I was. It was now, mind you, I am someone that who I would say at work people see me as like a very poised, professional person. You know, it's not like I was particularly odd or anything like that. It was just very, you know, polite, quiet in that sense of you ask the question, I answer, I smile when I see you, kind of thing. But at the same time, I would say it was, it was, it was not. It's not like I was able to joke around with people either. You know, like I was not even able to build. A normal relationship with people within my team. Now, people outside of my team, I feel a lot more comfortable. I feel a lot more natural, like I would be talking to my friends. But people within my team, I had a really hard time. And I remember during those times, I was going through a moment where I was thinking, like, "Oh my goodness, is being successful at work mean that you cannot be who you are? You have to act a certain way. You have to speak a certain way." and You can't, you know, like disagree with people. You have to go along in order to be liked. Like basically, play the game. I remember I was like going through in my head, thinking through, like, is it true? Is it really what it takes to be successful, or climb the ladder, or get promoted, or be recognized at these jobs? Is that you have to play the game? Playing the game, as we all know. In well, not all of us. I feel like that could mean different things to different people. But playing the game, in my opinion, it's like you know someone that who who who、uh, built relationship, like meet people just to build relationship for their like personal gains. Try to move up in the company by like building those relationship. Not like maybe someone focus. On relationship building, a lot more than doing the work that is required to make the work successful. Because like now, I would say building relationship is very important. Like having good relationships with 
work people across the organization is very important. Now, someone that plays the game, in my opinion, someone that overly index on that and not do the work that it requires to get things done for the business. Like you could build relationship. That's still very important and helpful. But if you don't also have the knowledge and spend the time to do the work that's required to also make the business better, those relationship is really faulty in the sense of like, you know, those relationships are supposed to help you bridge the gap of bringing your project closer to people and get alignment, agreement and progression and all of that good stuff, right? But like, if you only index on relationship, that's what I think playing the game is. It's like self-promotion without solving problems for the business. And I remember back then I used to think, oh my God, like, looks like that was the way to to be you know recognized or promoted it's when people play the game and I remember like I just felt like because I knew myself I couldn't like put myself in doing that and I wasn't the type of person that I was like okay maybe this is it (laughs) you know as in like this is not for me and I didn't want to lose who I was as a person like someone that who just built relationship to get them to get to know me, you know, like help me out. Like I didn't want that kind of relationship. And I was really struggling during that time of thinking to myself, like, could it be different? Like, could someone who doesn't play the game be successful at the end of the day? Like if you, some of you listeners out there, if you even listened to my podcast a few years ago, I talked about this too, where I almost wanted to run an experiment where you don't play game, you stay authentic to who you are and what you believe in, and you try to like be successful with speaking up with facts and <laughs> logic and reasons with people. Basically, you don't progress in your career solely based on being liked by people by saying the right things all the time and just networking and building relationships only. But really doing hard work, producing good results, right? Being able to do good work, could that actually help you progress? And speaking up sometimes in situations where maybe people don't agree with what you're saying and you're trying to prove to them why you proposed what you propose and what it potentially solved, right? Like doing all of those things that might sometimes be out of the norm of this like game playing politics, political game at work, like could someone be successful? And I remember wanting to go with that experiment because during that time, I kind of told myself that if I was not going to be be successful as a result of me not playing the game and as me trying to do this experiment of like can someone just do the right thing wins then I feel like it's worth it in the sense of like well it is what it is that (laughs) you know if is the only way to be successful is to play the game then maybe that's not for me anyway and I'll be content where I am you know at my level and it's fine Now, I want to tell you, it's been at least like three years since I 
three, four years, maybe like maybe three years since I've really have sw-、uh, switched from being extremely quiet, couldn't even feel like myself at work, and afraid to disagree with people at all, and afraid to even propose an idea and a solution that's like very different from other people, to now not afraid of speaking up. In moments in in meetings where there are higher level folks, executive, and still being willing to articulate my thoughts and educate why I'm proposing what I'm proposing, what's the benefit behind it, and learning to how to bring up something that is different from other people, and maybe other people is not yet. Reciprocating it and pushing it in a way that doesn't put people in an uncomfortable situation, and presenting in any opportunity I get, and also volunteering myself to present in front of sometimes hundreds of people is so different from who I was three years ago. And I could tell you, I am very happy that I. I'm exploring all of these things, and I'm volunteering myself to all of these things, and I'm speaking up, and I'm doing more, and I trust my gut, and I say it out, and I practice, and I do that in the way that I do now, and it has gotten me, I would say, farther than I expect. And now, let me tell you, yes, promotion's great, yes, recognition's great. However, I do run into issues where. Because I speak up, because my ideas are different, because I disagree sometimes. Yeah, like I have gotten into situations where certain coworkers of mine—it's very obvious—they do not like me. They do not like the approach that I take. They do not think the way I approach things is great. Because I would say, among my even own team, I'm probably one of the more direct, candid person, which. Sometimes that doesn't make people feel comfortable because not everybody usually is very direct and candid. And I'm not saying direct and candid in the mean of like it's super rude, but when you are very direct in saying like, for example, someone say, "Oh yeah, like this is taking forever to do," and they're referring to like your work or something. But when in reality, it is not taking forever, and like you actually correct them and say like, "Well, you know." In reality, it took this long because of this and this and this. Like you even like saying something like that, it's like not offensive. It's not saying they're wrong or anything like that. But you're just explaining to them the real time it really took to do something and some background as to why is actually not that long. It's also sometimes surprising to people that people would even say something like that. It's just not common, especially at least not. In my the tech industry that I'm in, it's just not that common that people would even somewhat like talk back,、um, especially someone that's more senior than you. Like I would do those things, and I get it. Sometimes I'm recognized as the troublemaker, as the person that is not the softest, the most like marshmallowy person, you know, like that everybody likes. And I was that, and I struggle with that sometimes. But I feel like if I were to even Like think about: Do I prefer the old me, where I was would be even too afraid to say anything at all to who I am now? I would still choose who I am now every single time, 
And another thing that I learned today that I'm super happy about, which actually would prompt me to want to talk about this topic, like the importance of speaking up and being yourself at work, is that there's this other lady that I know at work. She's much more senior than me, and she just got promoted into director. And I'm so proud of her because number one, I've worked with this lady before, and I would say she is a tough cookie. Like people are somewhat known to be scared of her for some time. Like she's been at this company for a very long time, like more than a decade. And now I would say she is very smart. Like there's no doubt about it that when I had the the moments that、I、have interacted with this. Lady, like I knew she was sharp. Like the questions that she was asking was super on point, super fair, super reasonable. Now the way she delivers them sometimes could be a little bit harsh, but I think you know because coming from someone that who's also very direct myself, I know she was just getting the point across. Like I don't think she means it in any bad way. But again, I'm also someone in that way, so I understands her. But I could tell that. But if you know, and she does, she does this to other people, and I have heard other people find her very difficult to work with, and find her rude, and find her just not great. And especially if you're a leader, there there is an expectation on how you communicate、um, criticism to your team, and especially people under you, right? Like there is a certain expectation of how like a senior leader. Or a director would deliver criticism or critical feedback to their team member in a more, I guess, digestible manner, and she could do a better job there. I would agree. Same with me. Like, there's so many things that I need to work on because I get like that too when I work with people that it's not meeting expectation. I do get impatient at times in. In educating and giving feedback so directly and sharp, sometimes that might not be as helpful as it could be if I were to, you know, reword it in a different way. But I was actually very happy to see her get director because I think she has also gone through, and she probably have gone through a lot further than I have for sure, like the learning curve of how to do it more better. But I love that I'm seeing like, but her intelligence and her hard work is not discredited, just simply based on that, right? Like I love and I'm so happy to see her promoted as a director because, you know, despite that part, like it did not discredit her intelligence, it did not discredit her hard work and contribution to the business because she has done so many amazing things, and again, she has very good. Thinking and strategy and a way of marketing to people in ways that is helpful, so it's no wonder that she is doing. Her team is doing really great. Her team is driving a lot of demand for the sales team. It's amazing, and I'm so glad that her worth and her hard work is being recognized. Like getting promoted to to director at my company is not easy. Like from a senior manager to a director. Here is not easy, and I'm so glad I see it with her. And I think selfishly, I'm so happy for her because I see a little bit of hurt in myself in that regard. Of like, sometimes 
I know that even though I'm right about something, it doesn't matter because of how I deliver it. And the relationship that I have with people sometimes matters either more or just as important as whatever idea that I'm trying to propose. And I know that I'm not the best at delivering it, but between not delivering it at all, like I, my old self where I would just be so quiet and I don't say anything or as soon as someone disagrees with me, I would just be like, okay, yeah, like totally fine. Like basically shut down my original proposal and rationale. Like instead of doing that, being who I am now, sticking to my gut, sharing my thoughts and context and rationale to why I'm proposing something. Sometimes people might not understand why you're proposing something until you explain to them of the downstream implication that you see, you know, and I before I wouldn't even do that because I would just automatically feel like, okay, like maybe I'm wrong, they're right. And, you know, just let it be. And like, I would still choose how I am now, how I am now and growing in the direction that I am now, even though, again, I know I'm not perfect. Like, I know there's so much more growth and learning that I need to do of how to deliver my message in a more even welcoming way, even in situations that are tough, you know, like more, like even though I'm not perfect in that sense, but it is still so much better than before where I used to just be very quiet and used to have this mentality of like thinking that in order for anybody to be successful you got to play the game and because I hate the game I don't want to play the game I used to think that then that's it like there wasn't an option for me to really progress in my career because I didn't want to play the game and it's so refreshing to know and see that there are other ways to be successful without playing the game you could be yourself you could bring up real topics to talk about with people yes you do need to learn to do it in a in a way that doesn't make people angry you know you do need to learn how to well more importantly you do need to learn what you're delivering and what you're advocating for has a good amount of truth behind it right i think that's number one and i think that helped me a lot in a lot of my arguments or proposal or ideas because before I propose these things I research the heck out of it like I know the ins and out a lot of these you know behind why I'm proposing what I'm doing those reasoning have helped back me up a lot right so when people disagree with me or when people ask me why am I even saying this I'm able to give them like all the reasons behind it of why we should do something or why we shouldn't do something and that on its own has helped me get a lot of advocates from a lot of people because once they have not only hear me say it but really could see that I really understand the back ends of a lot of things to you know propose something that's when I could see like I'm gaining respect I'm gaining trust from other people because I'm not just saying something out of the blue moon I'm saying something because I really know something very well and with that of course how you deliver how you have relationships with people how you get things done matters and those are the areas that i do need to work on even better as i'm growing but but trying and doing it and being brave to go about in 
educating people saying when you're educating you're really communicating your thoughts your reason listening to other people listening to their reasons their thoughts and continue to work with these people because before i i would say like i was like even though i was not a shy person i was shy in interacting with a lot of people at work especially people that like especially if i'm in a meeting more than like five people even now i feel a little bit uneasy when it's like a decent sized group people and i would feel a little bit more nervous when i need to say something or present something but now much much better than before i feel like before like when i say before like three years ago before i would only be comfortable if it's one-on-one even like two on one like two people that i'm speaking to at a time i would already feel a little bit like uneasy but now i'm feeling much more comfortable even if it's like five people eight people 20 people sometimes it's like either small or really big it's my preference like either like less than five or more than 20 because like i feel like when it's smaller group or a bigger group you're either like feeling like you're talking to just one person when it's a smaller group so it's more comfortable it's more intimate or when it's just so big that you're like okay this group is just so big it doesn't matter (laughs) to a point you know everyone's like probably not all everyone's listening you know you just need to get through what you're saying there's probably a lot more thing going on than what you're doing so but it's like the medium size i would say around like 30 40 50 people it's like the nerve-wracking one where it's like not big enough where people will like not be super engaged but not small enough where if embarrassing things happen it's still like (laughs) a safe group you know but it is much better though as in like my comfort level in these situations still being able to like speak up talk about my ideas talk about reasoning presenting sometimes presenting even like pretty much on the spot like feeling that level of comfort in comparison to before and even sometimes in comparison to my own team and coworkers, i could see like the comfort level with everybody in public speaking is different but majority of people it's not very comfortable with public speaking especially when it comes to presentation like it's another when you have like a very conversational with a big like conversational type of discussion with a decent sized group but when you're presenting something to that same group and like people are you know quiet and they're just listening to what you have to say i realized it is not easy and i say realize as if like i never knew this i knew this because i used to suck really terribly bad at public speaking i'm not saying i'm that good now at all definitely better than before Uh, But that took a lot of practice and that took a lot of me like actually proactively reading about what it means to be a good public speaker, what to keep in mind as a speaker, like watching a bunch of videos of good speakers and bad speakers and like learning and rehearsing and did so much like I used to at the beginning of my presentation I used to and sometimes I still do depending on for what occasion but before I start to write word by word script my whole thing memorize it like you know sometimes I would read it 
but most of the time I actually try to memorize it so it sounds a little bit more natural than reading it and then do my presentation so I would like rehearse it like crazy and memorize it and sometimes my presentation will be long I'm not talking about five or ten minutes some of my presentation go up to an hour like 30 minutes to an hour so memorizing a script that last 30 minute to an hour is tough it's a lot of stress right like can you imagine memorizing something that you need to say for an hour straight I mean it's crazy and I have done it and so you know like it was really stressful in the beginning but those things actually did help like I would say just practicing like if you're truly just not comfortable with speaking based on like themes and topics and like just remembering the critical pieces that you need to say like if you're not comfortable in doing almost like semi freestyle then you might help like it helped me for sure like at the beginning I did scripting you know basically plan on my entire thoughts what are, what are the key things I want to highlight why it matters in this section what am I even talking about in this section write it all out to a point where I like where I'm going with this then memorizing it like again I wouldn't suggest it for everybody because I I actually think I was overdoing it it was really stressful but I was like just that nervous like very very nervous oh my god like hated it there's I still feel nervous when I need to present but feeling you know better than before but I used to go through all of that now I would say I do more of like a theme topic level and key highlights three topic type of uh, memorization it's not word by word it's not the entire script either like this is what I do for for speaking public speaking like presentation in particular not so much for like discussions but presentation I would if I need to also create my deck which oftentimes I do I would create the deck first outline it um, go into I actually would draw it out first I use my iPad I draw everything and just like okay like what are the key takeaways of what I want my audience to know like why why am I even talking you know at that time slot or whatever write those down what are the key things like the why to the audience like why should the audience even care to begin with what I'm about to say say those things first like get your audience attention I write those down maybe like three bullet points and then from three bullet points I would say okay the first bullet why does that matter explain a little bit right so I kind of like elaborate sub bullet sub bullet sub bullet okay what's the takeaway what's the message what do I want people to know outline all of that first then if it's like a still pretty casual presentation then that's what I'm gonna go off with I'm just gonna use my slides just kind of remember what are the key themes and whatever key themes just kind of run it through in my head of some examples of like okay if I'm gonna say that for example us doing this is making it easier for our users I would do an example like well what do you mean by making it easier for the users say an example have an example in mind already and then use that when you're going through and then second so I would kind of go through in chunks and then I would just present and usually I like those when it's not over prepared to be honest like after you know miles of sometimes over preparing and not preparing enough I think the best medium is when you don't over prepare because you do sound more natural and as long as you know what you're talking about like and you're not nervous I feel like some of the best presentation is like you know what you're talking about 
you're not nervous you already have sections of topics that you know you want to talk about usually they turn out pretty great um and like less stressful too because you're not like prepping word by word and rehearsing like crazy but anyways that exercise like I have done that in the last three years a lot even in moments where I really didn't want to talk in meetings and was like super nervous uh but forcing myself to still do it really did help me get used to it more and I have gotten feedback from my team from my coworkers, from my managers that they think I have a talent in that and it's funny because they say like oh my god you're so good at this and I know they don't know how much hours and time and thinking and stress I like go through before I even present you know like it's that like sometimes if you look at someone you're like oh my god they make it look so easy they make it look so effortless it's not always the case like I remember one time I presented in Thailand, like there was this boot camp that I was invited to as one of the presenter. And my present presentation slot was like an hour. Like I had to talk about two topics, each topic 30 minutes. And I was like, oh my God, it was like, well, but I'm invited to Thailand just to do this. I better do it right. And I gave myself so much pressure because when I watch everyone else's presentation, like they're good, but I could tell it wasn't like, prepare in that intense like I did in a sense well okay I can't say that because maybe they did right again you can't tell how much effort people put into something so anyways but for my slot oh my goodness I would say like the the night before I mean I've been writing the script for a long time but like the night before I basically like did nothing but like read my script rehearsed my script that morning, I think my presentation was like at 11 a.m. I woke up at like 6 a.m. And because I need to go in the office by 8 a.m. So I woke up like two hours early or something like that. At least basically gave myself at minimum one hour. But I think I gave myself two extra hours in the morning. Again, rehearsing. So saying the whole thing, <laughs> you know, nonstop in the morning. Like I, nobody knew about that right nobody knew that I did that crazy rehearsal nobody knew I did a script nobody like it was an in-person presentation so I was not reading word by word I literally had the whole thing memorized and I said it luckily very naturally luckily didn't mess up memorized every line took the right pauses right made the right jokes not really but like you know like it felt very natural and I remember people were very like I don't like I'm not saying this you know exaggerating like people were somewhat stunned like how well it was presented and people were clapping unnaturally almost like I don't think other presenter got the same type of clap like I did but anyway long story short what I'm trying to say is that like like people think that maybe I'm natural at this but I'm not <laughs> I'm not at all like I practice so hard I'm so uncomfortable but I push myself and I do all of this it also then benefited me to like feel more comfortable in then speaking up in my natural meetings that I need to take day to day and I want to share all of this because I know it's not easy to speak up at work in general sometimes and like 
when you're in a meeting and other people, many, many people have different ideas. And to like continue to voice your own and give reasons is not easy. And I know this because even my colleagues, I could tell sometimes like they feel uncomfortable to keep sharing if one is like one person's point of view is very strong, right? But like you you do want people to feel welcome and truly feel aligned with you, right? But like just this whole idea of speaking up, talking more, right? Bringing yourself out there, what it means to like, also be yourself and this is another part is that I used to always and I still kind of do but a little better now like bring my own somewhat like personality to work usually before I was like very serious very professional was just not myself at all to a point where I know people could sense it like people could sense I am I was not what like myself I don't know what to say like people know I was just like fake almost like I wasn't fake in like a bad way but I was just like you know would talk like, oh my god yeah like the weather is so good like that type of thing like okay you're just talking about random stuff like super service level stuff and I just couldn't get deep with people like, I barely even want to talk about myself at all you know I still have trouble with that but I think again a little better now more casual now but like and I all and I always feel that and I always have been that when I do make friends at work like people that you at least feel more like yourself with I wouldn't say like true truly friends like your you know your home friends but you know like at least more casual and you could like actually voluntarily want to go grab a drink after work like that type of friend work friend like usually it's only when I'm willing to be at least like good decently amount of myself like at least relax like chill like it's okay it's okay to be yourself it's okay to make a joke it's okay to not talk about work it's okay to say the obvious thing that everybody is thinking about and make a joke out of it you know like it took me a very long time to get there because I always just felt so twisted with like okay if I'm like too casual or make too much jokes or be too silly then they're not going to respect me. You know, that means if I'm like trying to convince them about an idea, they probably would not take me seriously. And they think that they they just didn't need to take me seriously. I didn't want that. Right. But if I'm like too like serious, then they don't want to be around me. So I, I almost like just don't even know who to be, how to be. And people could sense that. Like when people could sense you're not being you and you're not being authentic and you're very like uptight. And that was another thing. I felt like I was very uptight. And people could sense that. Like people didn't want to be around me. Like people, you know, it's just I wasn't their work friend. And it wasn't until I also started to relax a little bit more. Like, dude, like we're all human. You know, it doesn't even like even with my managers, like I got really close to them because I started to act more casual and I didn't talk to them as if like they were superior of me I started talking to them like they're just my friend and same with even other higher up same with my peers more importantly like I want my peers to also just be more casual and friendly with me and it wasn't until I was able to do that I was able to relax more just be a normal person like it's okay sometimes you don't fill up all the silence and that was another thing like I felt like I was always like if it's silent I feel awkward if it's awkward I just feel like I need to ask them how are you it's always them always like 
to a point where it just became fake because I didn't share much of who I am. I didn't show much of my personality and it just didn't work out well either. So I saw a lot of positive things once I was being myself more at work and at the same time speaking up on like what was in my mind like what other ways can we do something better and if if you do have a way but other people don't see it like are you able to educate them in a way that allow them to understand and it's crazy because I never thought I would be the person because right now I could sense that I'm almost seen as this person that like oh this person is always talkative in meetings this person always have a point of view this person know what they're doing like in some aspect of that perception at work and I never thought I would become that person or be seen as that person because I was just such a quiet quiet reserve person like to myself type of person just not that long ago like it was very common not so long ago that people will be like, who's that? (laughs) Who's this person? Right? What does this person do? I've seen this person, but I don't know what they do. Or the only people that would know me was people that interacted with me like one-on-one before, like never within the group, barely anybody have seen me present anything because I would almost like run away from any presentation that if I didn't have to do it, I would never volunteer in anything. And it just, it was not helpful and I was not feeling happy because I felt like again like almost like a different person a different version of me that I need to bring to work and I share all of this with you because I feel like a lot of us do struggle that part of ourself at work like what does it mean to be more like yourself at work I'm not saying you have to be a hundred percent yourself there's certain things that you know you would do in your personal life that you just cannot do at work it's just not the right place but being more authentically yourself and being able to practice right like because again there's situations where like you want to say what you think at work for that work situation but we don't um and i think sometimes being able to do that and also learning how to do that like not shy away from it because it's difficult could actually bring you to very good places and help you progress in your career and I have seen that in the last three years when I started this experiment (laughs) that like can you be successful by not playing the game and I'm very happy and it's not the end of the experiment right because I wouldn't say that so I am I didn't I do see challenges with that with like not playing the game and just being who you are and just speaking up for things that you think it's right and talking to people and sometimes letting people know too when they're wrong you know it's not easy and I'm not even saying that's like the right approach but like I'm learning along the way as well but I would say that I'm happy to say I'm seeing very positive signs from it I'm again very grateful for my recent promotion and recognition you know like I think all of it I would say it contributes from part of like doing this experiment I'm very happy to see my colleague, I call her my colleague, even though she's very senior than I, got promoted to director, 
And she also has that type of personality, very strong, very direct. Sometimes people might perceive harsh, but very intelligent, very smart, very like go getter, say what she got to say type of gal. And I love that, right? And I, so this just like further, I feel like reinsure almost like you can succeed without playing the game and being who you are, just bringing a lot of value to the table, to the business, like. That was the biggest question. Like this whole idea of playing the game is like, if you're a smart person and you do bring value to the business and you have great idea, you're able to execute, you're able to solve problems, but you don't like playing the game and everything you say might not be said in the most perfect, beautiful way all the time. Can you still be successful? Like that was like one big question that I had three years ago and I wanted to experiment. Like, can it be? And I'm very happy to say that I think you can. You can be successful without the traditional playing the game and just being smart and adding real value to the business. And the, this experiment's not over, but that's the update that I could share with y'all. So I hope any of you out there that who's not into this playing the game world and truly bring value to the business and you're doing the right thing and you're super hard worker and you're adding a lot of value like hope this is a positive like insight to you for you to keep going and we'll talk more all right thanks for listening talk to you next week bye